0: hi there and welcome to another wisdom wednesday episode of the alter your health podcast i'm dr ben
1: and i'm dr susanna
0: and we are both naturopathic doctors who empower you to heal yourself through the incredible power of whole food plant-based nutrition as well as mindsets sets in understanding the nature of your mind in creating your reality and today on the podcast we're talking about trust and this is Dr. Susanna's topic. She wanted to talk about her story and process of deepening into trust when life feels chaotic. And I think that this is a great place to orient ourselves because really the the, the feeling of trust, when we feel trusting, when we feel supported, we are in a grounded state energetically, our Physiology is in a state that promotes health and regeneration and peace in our body in terms of what's going on in our nervous system. And that, of course, empowers our natural innate healing process. Not to mention, we are more at peace and in grace in the journey. Um, And, you know, I just think that life is undoubtedly chaotic. Like that's kind of a universal feature in all things in life, the the chaos. And yet, there's just the perfection of everything landing and moving in the proper direction to foster harmony and balance, even when from our perspective, it feels like that's certainly not the case. So Dr. Susanna, take it away
1: okay okay thank you for that introduction dr ben and um yeah this will be a slightly different episode because i am just going to be sharing mostly my story
0: i'll try to interrupt as 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 frequent as as uh seldomly as possible but maybe i'll ask some (laughs) questions to clarify
1: yes definitely because this is really i think the first time i'll really be sharing my story so we'll see how it comes out um but It really just occurred to me last week that, uh, yeah, I just have had this really interesting last five months that have uh, kind of come full circle and have really brought me to a deeper level in trust and trusting the universe, but also trusting my inner wisdom. And I'd like to share my story because, I don't know, perhaps it might resonate with someone out there. (laughs) Five
0: months ago. Five months, five months. That was like the beginning of the year.
1: Beginning of the year. So
0: what What happened? Where were you? Where were you feeling a lack of trust, a lack of support?
1: I think right around the turn of the year, I was going through a lot. I was kind of going through a little dark night of the soul. It was a very short-lived dark night of the soul, which was wonderful. I mean, nice, you know, considering that they're quite uncomfortable to go through. But I um, had just had a reoccurrence of some severe back pain. I was not sleeping well. And where I was at in life was that I wasn't feeling that on purpose. I wasn't feeling very connected with work. I wasn't feeling very inspired to create new things related to work. And I piled on a ton of guilt and judgment on myself for feeling that way. Um, you know, I, I, I remember having so many conversations with you, Ben, like, I think I just need to take a break from work or something. Like, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm just, I'm just not feeling it. And I don't know why. And, um, really was making it a big problem, um, that I was feeling that way. And, uh, you know, I actually even started working with a coach around this time because I just felt like, gosh, you know, I uh, I need a little perspective here. For some reason, I'm um, really struggling with a lot of these heavy feelings that I'm feeling.
0: I'm sure you've, you're probably like the only human being who's had these kind of feelings. <laughs> it sounds, I mean, what about you listeners? <laughs> sounds like Suzanne because she kind of lost it, right? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, I know I've, I mean, all, all of our dark nights are unique and different, but I know that we've all been there. Yeah. we've all been, or we've all been in our respective place with that.
1: Right, right. I think the the physical back pain was, of course, um, very much related to all of the kind of emotional stress that I was feeling, um, but was also it felt like it compounded the amount of stress in my life too, because I wasn't able to sleep and Mm -hmm. see things clearly. But but anyway, um, through this journey, at one point it became very, very clear to me that there was one area of my life that had not yet been fulfilled, an area that I had always um, seen myself fulfilling at some point in life. And that was the area of parenthood.
0: I don't think that we've like announced to the podcast listeners. Which, I was
1: wondering if we had, I mean,
0: not. because we put it in our email newsletter, which you can for sure subscribe to. We encourage you to do that. But I know a lot of people listen and watch who aren't like subscribers. So, anyway, it's true. So,
1: <laughs> so I uh, had a conversation with Ben about our being plan and intentions of being parents. And we happened to be on the same page And we happened to decide right then and there in January to start a family. (laughs) (laughs) And we're so blessed. We're so blessed that it happened right away.
0: Turns out we're we're fertile and Susanna (laughs) is now five months. Almost five months five months pregnant.
1: Yes. Yes. And so that's a happy announcement. Yes. But in terms of how this all fits into my story you know as soon as i found out that i was pregnant and feeling like yay so happy to have this fulfillment in this one area of life there was still this guilt and this turmoil i was feeling in relationship to work, my work. Um, I still felt so guilty for just not having the drive to put more energy into work. And um, was really wondering, like, is this the right field for me? What, it like, what's it mean to have all of these feelings come up? And um, pretty soon, I mean, about six weeks into my pregnancy, I started to feel a lot of the early pregnancy symptoms that really knocked me down more so than I imagined they would. Did you say
0: six months? I said, I
1: I think I said six weeks, six weeks, six weeks into my pregnancy. I had a lot of nausea and food aversions and just low energy. And so, um, that made it even more difficult to want to feel motivated to do work. And, you know, I remember, I remember even talking to my coach about this, like, I've really slowed down with my engagement in work. And I'm really seeing that as a problem. And the coach really helped me see like, Susanna, it might not be a problem. There might be a reason why you're feeling like you want to slow down. Like this might actually be wisdom guiding you in this direction for a reason. And we might not know what that reason is, but... Um, a lot of beauty can come from periods when we slow down and go more internal and give ourselves a little bit of rest. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I let that kind of settle in and, you know, felt felt good to kind of have that reassurance. But there is, you know, still this kind of narrative of, Susanna, you should be doing more. Susanna, you should be contributing more to the world in terms of work and yada, yada, yada. And I think what kind of followed in, in the next few weeks was um, just more of kind of, you know, navigating the symptoms, the low energy, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you, you kind of, you know, you were very graceful in the process in terms of not putting any pressure on me to do any work or anything, but throughout this whole experience,
0: no, I, can, I don't have the power to put pressure on you.
1: No, but yeah, there was, there are all these kind of questions coming up like, hmm, you know, will I continue being a naturopathic doctor when I give birth? And, you know, I was really in my head about it because I was still making the feelings of low energy and low motivation a problem. And fast forward to about, mm, I want to say like, Beginning of April, beginning of April, where I started to get my energy back. I started to feel better physically entering the second trimester. Mm -hmm. And interestingly, right around this time, another work project just kind of bubbled up from out of nowhere. And this was actually something that you were working on. Mm -hmm. And I was like, "Mm, I don't really know how involved I'm going to be in that. I'll let that be Ben's project. Um, but somehow I kind of got sucked in. Like you, you kind of sucked me into it, um, with my agreement, with my agreement. And I really don't want to rush through this if that's okay.
0: Well, I, I don't, what is there? Like, what are you getting at?
1: I'm, yeah. I'm getting there. I just, okay. I don't want to rush through it. Well, okay yes so I,
0: I always like to keep these podcasts kind of
1: i'm seeing ben point. do this little hand motion under the table and that's why i said that
0: yeah i am doing this hand motion under the table i'll do it above the table so everyone can see
1: but i don't <laughs> i don't want to rush this Sorry. thank you
0: well yeah
1: yes so um so yeah, this other work opportunity just kind of bubbled up and and somehow somehow I felt as though I was getting kind of lured into taking a more active role in the project. And um, there was a lot of kind of hesitation. You know, I was like, uh-oh, I, I just kind of finally settled into slowing down. Do I really want to pick things up again? Am I going to like this? Is this going to be too much for me? Am I going to mm-hmm. fall back into the feeling of feeling burnt out again? But I had this insight, this kind of moment of realizing, you know what, I'm never going to know if I like something or not unless I give it a try. And so I decided to just kind of buck up and, and show up and give it a try and play a bigger role in this additional work project. And I completely surprised myself because even though I thought I wouldn't like it. It would be too much work and it would bring up all those same emotions. I actually found myself really enjoying it. Cool. And and feeling like a sense of fulfillment and enjoyment. And all of a sudden I felt like, wow, like hmm. work isn't a drain. It's actually filling me up in some way.
0: It's almost like you're <laughs> blaming work for making you feel a certain way. Like the
1: well, well. I mean, that's kind of not the point I'm getting at, Ben. Okay, that's, but
0: that's just my takeaway.
1: Yeah, but but what I'm saying is that, you know, here I am now, five months after this kind of dark night of the soul period, where um I had really been so hard on myself um for judging, wanting to slow down, wanting to kind of take a break, wanting to um yeah, just Wanting to lay low for a while. Um, But now I can look back at all of that time and see that actually the universe was supporting me all along the way. Mm -hmm. And that if I had, like, let's say work had picked up in January and uh, I got swept up in work, I got pregnant, I got sick, like, you know, then what? Then I would have had to deal with a heavy load of work plus symptoms. And oh no. like that timing doesn't feel right. But I look back at, at just kind of the natural ebb and flow of my energy levels and where my wisdom was guiding me and how the lower energies and stepping back and resting really served me and allowed that kind of self-reflection time to, to really, you know, get more, get more kind of curious and get more trusting in what was coming about. And the point that I really want to make in sharing this story is that now it's not like, oh, everything's figured out and yay, 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 yay. You know, there's still constant questions. There's still like constant second guessing. Like, you know, now, yes, I am finding a lot more enjoyment and fulfillment from my work projects. Mm -hmm. um, But what comes with that are all these kind of questions and worries about the future. Well, What does it mean for, you know, when we become parents and I'm a mother, like what's maternity leave going to look like, you know, if all of a sudden things are picking up. And so there's just one example of how we can take what is, take what the universe gives us or take a feeling or experience Mm -hmm. that we're in and judge it as something that isn't exactly what it should be, right? Or question it, question whether this is going to be good for me or good for whatever. Mm. And I've realized in this process how much I do that, like every day, questioning, questioning what the universe has provided. Mm. But when I fall back into trusting that I have everything I need, I'm provided with everything I need, and I am fully supported, along this journey, even during all those like emotional times, it's such a relief. And like, I just, I really do feel this deeper level and deeper sense of trust, um, which completely just can help the kind of busy monkey mind, questioning mind, doubting mind really just dissolve. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I can e- more easily tap into the peace and the connection that you were talking about before. And, um, cool. Yeah. It's just, um, it's been a surprising and interesting last five months. And I just really wanted to, <laughs> wanted to share it with everyone because, mm-hmm. um, it's had a profound effect on me, profound impact on me. And thank you for your patience. Then, <laughs> I told you that I was just going to be sharing my story in oh, this.
0: I didn't know that. Um, yes, you did. <laughs> anyway. Well, what I what I hear is that in the in the wrapping up of your share, Susanna, I was hearing how you were experiencing the the busyness of your mind and the insecure thoughts that kind of bubble up and kind of get wrapped up in those. And then the trust and the bubble and then the insecure thoughts and the trust. And I just, of course, always think about that trust and that security and that support is always there. It's not like the insecure thoughts that bubble up dissolve the trust. And we're, you know, it's like, you're, you know, but the insecure thoughts that bubble up are always bubbling up. It's like this constant factory you know as as some people have said in metaphors like this thought factory that's just churning out thoughts and that's what the brain does and for good reason like that's those thoughts are of course what do they say like 99 percent of them are just kind of like autopilot they don't mean anything but it is in fact that same thought factory that gives us the the, the life-saving kind of you know, input and information and and uh wherewithal and resources to like do and navigate stuff. So it's a matter of understanding the the gift of the thought factory and the insecure thoughts while not losing sight or connection with that underlying trust and support and anchor and groundedness in the experience of life in in life.
1: Right. Yeah. And the the title of this episode is finding trust in
0: life's chaos,
1: life's chaos. And uh, I like that that's the title that we landed on because that is exactly, you know, how life felt to me.
0: Well, and also like I was kind of sharing in the beginning, life is chaotic. That is a fact that is a constant feature that we observe in life. Oh, and I was also reflecting on just the the nature of your cycles and rhythms, if you will, of low motivation and the judgments that might come with that. And then it's like, oh, I'm feeling the inspira- inspiration to get in and, and work and be more productive, whatever. And of course, I always think about just the cycles that we observe in nature. And of course. The seasons being a great example of that. And in the wintertime, everything kind of goes dormant, at least in in our in our climate, you know, the everything dies. The leaves fall from the tree. Um, the shrubs shrivel up and there's snow on everything. And and then of course, you know, the the warmer temps and uh, as spring emerges, there's life. And it's like that that life didn't go anywhere, right? That life it, it didn't die it was just dormant. It was just in the restoration phase. Mm-hmm. And I know that we all have these innate cycles in, in us as well. And we live in this culture in this society where a lot of times the expectations that we put on ourselves are just to be in spring summer mode all the time, just, regener- just uh, generating, being more productive, more ideas, more inspiration, more thinking, more creativity. And that's not sustainable or compatible with the balance that is, uh, you know, in our life cycle. Mm-hmm. So I think that, you know, just being attuned to and trusting of the innate ebbs and flows of our energy, of our creativity, of our inspiration. And, uh, you know, of course, we're we're probably likely going to judge our level of creativity or lack of creativity, level of inspiration or lack of inspiration, level of support and productivity and energy or lack of support productivity and energy but like that that again that that judgment that we have a tendency to place on ourselves and our experience that's just part of our human nature but the underlying ebbs and flows that are working within us and guiding us and moving us that is really one with natural world that we observe and witness when we look outside and look at the changing of the seasons etc that's present in us and again you know the point being we can trust that we can know that we aren't separate from that um, despite what thoughts might creep in and tell us otherwise
1: yeah yeah we can make anything a problem i really like the example you brought up about winter we can make winter a problem because there's no green leaves. But actually, winter is a necessary part of the life cycle.
0: Yeah, I think about, like, <laughs> of course, people in Colorado, they're always complaining about the lack of snowpack, you know, in the wintertime. And of course, lack of as a, not a lot of snow and precipitation in the winter means that the rivers aren't as high. And of course, the the grass isn't as green for as long of time. And then there's fire risks. Um, So it's like and then, of course, people who come and visit and they're like, oh, no, it's snowing, it's raining, it's cloudy, it's cold. And it's like, well, yes, thankfully it is, because that keeps the balance and flow in, in the natural cycles. And again, just that metaphor to bring it back into the inside of us, what's going on and we don't have to judge ourselves for the cloudy, snowy, cold, rainy days.
1: Yeah, I think in kind of wrapping up also my thoughts uh, from sharing this story. You know, I find it it's so valuable to kind of look back, look back at my experience in the last five months, look back in the past. Uh, what I've learned in those last five months helps me in how I'm relating to what's to come. Because I think a lot of a lot of the kind of uh, discomfort and chaos that we feel comes from wondering how, you know, today's problems are going to affect us in the in the future. And of course, today's problems are only problems if we make them problems. And if we actually see that that's all that it is and and actually take away the the layer of judgment that makes it a problem. We can easier, more easily tap into just the knowing that whatever's going to come tomorrow as well is also perfect. Like if we see the perfection in this moment, we can trust that that perfection is always going to be there. I would, even even, if we're not able to see it, right?
0: I would even say, yeah, (laughs) I would say, (laughs) even if we're not seeing it, like that—that's still happening. So it's—it's just a matter of not a, a matter of whether or not we want to. Be at peace in the moment or if we're just gonna be frustrated and throw a temper tantrum and judge ourselves and get all wrapped up in that and then everything's okay it's just like everything is okay are we gonna be okay with it now or are we gonna be okay with it once we start seeing that everything's okay Mm -hmm. so it's um the choice is yours as it always is. So thanks, uh, thanks as as always, for tuning in to this week's episode of the Wisdom Wednesday on the Alter Your Health podcast. And if you have any comments, feedback, or if you want to share this episode with anyone who you know and love, feel free to send it off. And uh, as always, sending you blessings of peace and love. We look forward to catching you next time.
1: Mm-hmm. Bye for now.